Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Dr. Michael Bauer, thank you for joining us. We always appreciate your input. Did you hear what I read that another doctor printed about the subvariants? Like they're a storm out on the ocean. We don't know if they'll really land, if they'll get a name, if it's really something to be concerned about. But numbers for the current variant are dropping. So does that mean there's new subvariants coming when it comes to COVID? Uh, good afternoon, Lisa. Uh, let's be careful about what's lurking on there. Re- remember, the one thing we have learned during this entire pandemic is you cannot predict accurately and reliably what is going to happen. So as my kids know, I always tell them, control what you can control and don't spend time worrying about the other things. But we do know that the virus likes to mutate and change, and we are seeing a shift in the patterns of these Omicron subvariants now. So what does that mean when you as a doctor sees you see a shift in the pattern? What does that mean for us if we've recently been infected? Do we have to worry that this new subvariant might still have the ability? We wouldn't have immunity? Spell it out for us in layman's terms, doc. <laughs> Un- unfortunately, it does mean the potential that yes indeed, you can get a COVID infection more than one time and not have long-lasting, long-term immunity. So when you get something like chickenpox or measles, you pretty much develop lifelong immunity to that. But when the virus continually mutates and changes, just like we see with seasonal influenza, Unfortunately, it learns to evade our immune defenses, and yes, you can get another infection. Typically, um, when you get a COVID infection now, you do have pretty good protection for up to about 90 days or so, but then your natural immunity starts to wane, the antibodies decline, and if you get exposed to a new variant, where those spike proteins have changed a bit, it kind of outsmarts our immune systems and learns how to evade our natural protections. So what's the most dominant variant right now? Uh, still still BA5, without okay. question. We're, we're still over 80%, but if you look back weeks and months ago, you know, we were probably well above 95% of that BA5 Omicron All these other variants are still in the Omicron classification and are subvariants of those. The the worry is that as it mutates and changes, as we've seen the pattern is it typically becomes more and more contagious. Those changes in the spike protein, remember that that's where the virus learns to invade our own cells. Um, those changes allow it to become that much more effective at evading our defenses. I'm seeing people who never had COVID getting hit with it, especially in the past month. My sister is one of those people. She works in healthcare. She has evaded this. She she was certain she was a novid, and now she's homesick <laughs> with COVID. And well, hopefully, though. She is up to date and current on all her vaccines because what we do know is that even though you may get infected, 
in those cases and still feel pretty crummy and feel sick, those vaccines still do a wonderful job at keeping people from getting critically ill, typically having to go in the hospital and get secondary infections with pneumonias, et cetera. Plus, we do have a a lot of other things in our armamentarium now. We are definitely better equipped with some of the antivirals, some of the monoclonal antibodies that still work. So while you may get infected, as as you said, a novid, that's a new term to me, um, <laughs> mo- most people beyond feeling crummy for a few days are, are going to recover just fine then. We've got about 10, 15 seconds left. I just want to ask you this before I let you go. You do have a new arsenal of things to treat COVID, and we're thankful for that. But at what point do you decide, I got to reach out to the doctor? Is it the minute you test positive, or do you wait a couple days to see how sick you become? I, I think if you are at all high risk and have comorbid conditions, if you have diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, if you're 65 or older, I think you should get in touch with your doctor once you know that you're positive. If you don't have any of those other comorbid type illnesses and really are at low risk, I think riding it out unless you develop worrisome or bothersome symptoms is just fine. Dr. Michael Bauer, that's a word you can trust there, medical director at Northwestern Medicine Lake Hospital. Allie Bradley is on the border. She's a reporter for News Nation, and she's she's got an interesting take on some of the stuff that's going on, especially the buses coming into Chicago. She'll join us after Steve's News on 720. Lisa Dent, WGN.